0: It's turbo time! It's turbo time! Turbo man! Turbo man! Turbo man! Turbo man! Turbo man Turbo man! Turbo doll! Turbo man! Turbo! man! Turbo man! Turbo Turbo
1: man! Turbo man! Turtle man! Turtle man! Turbo 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 man!
2: Turbo
0: Yes. Today's sponsor is CBDMD.
2: <laughs> don't take Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Today's sponsor is adult male liners. For those of you who are fecally incontinent, that is actually a fear of mine I've developed is I'm, I'm afraid that I will get to a point in my life where I'm fecally incontinent so I don't even know when I'm shitting myself. Did, Until... did
0: you guys see the, the hashtag diaper Donald?
2: Yes. Yeah. Was it? That... Yeah. Is that
0: what made you think of that?
2: Yeah. What, so what's that all about? Cause yeah, Dan, I,
0: come in, I don't know. So apparently somebody, it's like they say like, oh, someone close to the source or whatever. And it's like there's so many people involved in the White House and the government that it's like, is anyone actually, like are they yeah. actually close to the source? But somebody was like, yeah, so Trump's been wearing adult
1: diapers for 20 years, <laughs> and uh, I have receipts to prove it. <laughs> receipts
0: <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> and uh, he's a busy man. Yeah, and and so uh, last night and and today, um, hashtag Biden cheated was like number one trending on Twitter. And then mm-hmm. that disappeared and Diaper Donald
2: went to number one. <laughs> Diaper Donald sounds well, it's, like... It's a free market of ideas, Dan. It it's sounds like... It's a self-help. Is it? It sounds it, like... It, if, it, well, it's definitely something. It sounds like if they wanted to make him a character on Rugrats and it's Donald Trump, but he's a baby and his name is Diaper <laughs> Donald. or, or it does. Or, and like Donald Duck has is fecally incontinent. <laughs> yeah. so it, it's, a, it's a Donald Duck. Donald, look, fecally incontinent. I think I think that's a good spot to start. I don't know about yeah, you yeah. guys. Cheers. Welcome back. Yeah, Welcome Cheers. Cheers. Welcome back into the radcast, everybody. Our first episode for this Christmas season. Um, we want to respect. Every, I mean, Christmas, yes, but for every every um, religion, every cultural belief that whatever you celebrate in December, we celebrate it. Yeah. Um, we just will so happen to be talking about. More Christmas-related yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're talking about Christmas ep- Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah he's he's a festivus. A festivus. For those of you, a Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, well, but welcome back into the Radcast, everybody. Hopefully, you enjoyed last week. Hopefully, all of you had a safe Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. if you so celebrate it. I know we reach some people in other countries. It's not yeah. always celebrated there. But if you're here in the U.S., hopefully, you had a good Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Don't be stupid. Um, but we are so happy to be back with you, kicking off this Christmas season um, with uh, a... a eh, I almost said Jim. It's a movie that shouldn't be polarizing, but it is. It'll Uh, be an interesting dynamic with our guests today because we have one guy who has seen it and likes it. And one guy who his first time watching it was like today or yesterday. Right. And he has some thoughts on it that aren't maybe necessarily, uh, positive yes so <laughs> let's let's tell all of you who those yes. two rad dudes are uh coming to us from the phone in their own respective areas mm-hmm. of uh of the united states first and foremost um making his return to the radcast if you listened last year you heard him talk about diehard with us around the same time ladies and gentlemen phil Geese is phil back Giese. on the show hello phil
1: hi guys thanks for having
0: me back
2: yeah of course you're welcome and, for and having then, me back yes thank you and then joining us for the very first time um a very very long time dear friend i'm of surprised ours. it's taken us this long yeah me yeah. too um sorry it took so long yeah. uh but a long time friend of ours a guy we've shared a lot of great moments and memories with and we're so happy to have him on To he's, he's finally a part of this uh friend of ours fan of the show i hope i'm not being presumptuous when i say <laughs> that uh dan lotta dan is lotta. joining us hey dan Hey, thanks for having me on. Long time watcher, first time guest. All right. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for watching us. <laughs> yes, thank
0: you it's for watching. It's, it's my podcast debut in general. Oh, That's nice. true,
2: yeah. So Dan, who is a an avid podcast listener, we are not the only one he listens to, and he uh, he's a fan, and I'm glad glad we can make your dreams come true. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. It's a festivist miracle. Yeah. It's
2: a festivist miracle. Do you know how strong gorillas really are, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man have you ever
0: seen guys. one of them without their hair on, without hair <laughs> yeah. like they could rip your face off just gonna set the J-
1: jamie pull a, it up yeah you imagine told- if you gave a gorilla cbd <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> gonna, gonna set the podcast precedence with some joe rogan drops and then <laughs> imagine trying to give a gorilla cpr <laughs> yes. mouth to mouth <laughs> have you ever given his gorilla mouth to mouth dude jamie pull that up oh. um uh, <laughs> but we mentioned a movie that uh You don't know whether to like it or to riff it. If you're us, you do both. We're talking today about the Arnold Schwarzenegger Holiday Classic. It's turbo time, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking jingle jingle all all the the way. We'd be remiss if we didn't also put sinbad in there as an arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad classic Mm -hmm. yes of course it's funny the origins of this movie for matt dan and i um that it started out as a movie i watched a couple times as a kid Mm -hmm. and then revisited it as an adult and almost kind of like poo-pooed it's like oh yeah jingle all the way sucks blah 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 then a few years ago actually like finding it very endearing because there's so much about it that to me is Mm -hmm. endearing. Um, But you know, it's found its way into, I would almost prefer to watch it over definitely elf, but you know, I, it's found its way into its holiday rotation for me. Um, So we can start out Dan I guess we should, if you guys are familiar with when we talk about movies, we kind of go over just general stuff about the movie, like when it was made, when it was released and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that real quick and then we'll go into, because Matt also mentioned this was the first time Phil watched it. He obviously has been aware of it. Yeah. Um, But we'll get his thoughts here on that and Dan when you, kind of what it means to you here in just a second. First jingle all the way.
0: this episode of Radcast Rentals. Yes, Exactly.
2: hey that's pretty good i like that (laughs) uh so released november 22nd 1996 directed by barry levant or levant i don't know rhymes with savant yes he definitely (laughs) wasn't a savant well i guess you you can make the argument that he was because he directed such classics as max 2 white house hero uh the spy next door with jackie chan and billy ray cyrus uh the flintstones the flintstones viva rock vegas Christmas Story Two, Problem Child Two, and twenty one episodes of the new Leave It to Beaver. So that's acumen <laughs> hey, right hey, there. he also did Snow Dogs and Beethoven. That, oh, that's yeah. right. When I was looking, when I was looking that up, I was like, I need to make note because uh, Snow Dogs. Um, so so yeah. savant. Yes, exactly. This is a man of high acumen, <laughs> um, s- starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as Howard Langston, Simbad as Myron, uh, f- the great Phil Hartman as the next door mm-hmm. neighbor Ted. Rita Wilson as Liz Langston, Robert Conrad as Officer Hummel, and uh, Jake Lloyd as Jamie. Uh, appearances by Jim Belushi, Martin Mull, The Big Show, and Vern Troyer as Many Me slash Jake Lloyd's stunt double. <laughs> uh, box office approximately 130 million on a 60 million dollar budget. So, despite what people think, it, it actually made, made a profit. Yeah. Um, so Dan, I'll start with you, and then we'll get Phil's thoughts of <laughs> you know his first viewing. So. Would I would I be correct in saying this movie's kind of made its way into the rotation for you?
0: Yeah, definitely. It's um, it's it's one of those Christmas movies where it's not. It's almost like I mean, yeah, they're trying to get the the Christmas gift, and that's like the the center of the plot. But it's like not one of those Christmas movies where it's all about the imagery of Christmas or mm. like the traditions. Right. And that stuff kind of for me. It's, um like the classic christmas movies and stuff i'm i'm weird in that i'm not it's like almost too sappy for me yeah gotcha and so movies that are sort of like they happen around holidays rather than they're centric on the holiday celebration Mm -hmm. itself i tend to to like more sure yeah
2: uh when was the first time you saw did you see it as a kid or was the first time you saw it more closer when you were an adult
0: I did see it as a kid, but it wasn't when it came out in ninety-six. That mm-hmm. would have been I was only three. Yeah. Uh, well, so maybe I saw it and I just don't remember. But yeah. I, I would say I saw it probably um maybe a little before middle school or something. Gotcha. So I was definitely older.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Um so you are familiar with it. Phil, let's <laughs> can, can I, we yeah, dine here what you have yes, to say. Like, so yeah. this is your you I was actually surprised when we asked you if you wanted to be on the show. Um, you're like, yeah, I've never seen it, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll put it. And I thought two things. I thought, oh, perfect, because we'll get, <laughs> we'll get Phil's analytical response to it. And then two, I was like, hmm. Yes. So whether or not those are like valid feelings on it, but yeah. Phil, uh, what were your thoughts on the movie? Obviously, if if you're listening, those of you who are listening out there, you've seen the movie, you're familiar with it. So if what and whatever Phil talks about. I can imagine you won't be surprised by spoilers. So, yeah. Phil, what what were your thoughts on your first time viewing?
1: Well, I must say, uh, Jake Lloyd's acting <laughs> was much better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> that's fair. Um, let's, let's, That's one. Uh, two, I didn't know Phil Hartman was on it. So yeah. I was yeah. tickled by that. And oh. I kind of wanted to see... Uh, basically I kind of was just sitting like you know I'd like to see a movie where it's just about him fixing women's lighting
2: jingle all the way he's fixing their doorbells
1: yeah. yeah, fixing doorbells you know <laughs> squeaking hinges stuff like that <laughs> uh, and then third yeah I think uh, that you could get away with a lot of a, you could get a lot of, away with a lot of assault crime jokes and <laughs> uh, back in the 90s I mean I don't think you know maybe I'm wrong but I think today if they made a movie i don't think if there was a comedy and a, and a black man's being beat up by cops yeah he would yell black lives matter as a joke yeah
2: <laughs> and you you definitely wouldn't have someone calling uh turbo man a fruity robot <laughs>
1: that's very true <laughs> or oh man the
0: mail bomb gag? yeah like...
2: yeah that, no way it's like that was really a bomb the sick world we live in sick people yeah but just like the looney yeah. tunes logic and that it was like just um Focus right on mm-hmm. on the the police officer played by Robert Conrad. Mm-hmm. You, you sure you got? Uh, it created an explosion to where it looked like it filled the room, but like no no he the police officer. He was the officer. only one affected. Yeah, no, the police officer was affected, and again he had like the sooty like black on his face. Yeah, that that. But then
1: his hair is fine in the next scene. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's got bandages. I, I
2: will I will point out, and that's something something that's always kind of bugged me since I was a kid is the fact that a. Arnold has a thick accent, mm-hmm. and no one draws. There's nothing. There's nothing going into his background. They're not like, yeah, he grew up in a small village in Austria, and kind of came to America and lived the American dream. Mm-hmm. It's like you expect him to be like, oh, I'm just a blue collar hayseed from uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Well, that's the joke in all Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, that you have this guy who's like a hulking man with this weird thick accent. Yeah, but he's like, oh, he's an undercover cop. Yeah. Or now he's, that has to be a kindergarten teacher. Oh, yeah. he's just a mercenary. Which, I mean, I guess kind of makes sense, yeah. but, you know, like, yeah. in like, a, what is that? Six Day. Like, six yeah. Day yeah. is just an average Joe who just happens to have this crazy accent.
2: Yeah. So, But at least in dramas, like, you can at least draw your own conclusions. Like, oh, he was probably, like, special forces in a different country mm-hmm. or whatever. You're not paying as much attention to it. You're paying attention to the action. But when there's more, like... I don't know when there's more interaction with when like other. But he's others. supposed to be like an everyman. Yeah, like he's exactly. supposed to be an everyman in this movie. Yeah, uh, but he's not. Yeah, it doesn't fit. And, and plus, when he calls out Jamie at the parade, he's like, "Jamie, he's like, oh, I love you. He's like, your father cares about you very much, Jamie. It's. He's like, it's like, how do you know that? How I, many guys with yeah, Austrian I, accents are in Minnesota? <laughs> I love how the only person at the entire parade
0: shown to question how he knew Jamie's name was Jamie himself. Yeah, (laughs) his his mom wasn't like, "Wait a second how how does he know how does he know my son's name?" No (laughs) one else at the parade. Just Jamie. He was like,
1: "He knows my name." And then he goes up and he's like, "How do you know my name?"
2: Speaking of Jake Lloyd, the the
1: crazy accent. Yeah, just exactly picks on picks up on
2: that. Well, yeah, I mean, but it, it in it if we were to look at you know prior events in the movie he also you know it it's a little weird that he knows a kid that supposedly he doesn't know his name because he said this is the same guy who goes around um putting his hands on little kids to get uh bouncy balls out of their mouths he has to but don't worry (laughs) he's not the (laughs) pill of that's that's what's a tubal man i was just looking for
1: tubal (laughs) man i was Um, really hoping the movie was gonna go that he got that ball back and then it wasn't the one yeah right. it, like yeah. it it didn't, it didn't get called so like he went through all that for nothing. Right. Yeah.
2: I thought I that it's funny you mentioned that cuz I thought that immediately when he's like accosting the the uh Boy or girl? Is that, this a little, is a little girl. Little girl. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a little
0: boy at first. So I, I, yeah, when he said and... that, I was like, oh, it was that early '90s bowl cut, yeah. and overalls kind of. Yeah. Aaron maybe Carter. She
1: Pat, maybe she was Pat's kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <it's>...
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, oh, you don't don't touch my child. Uh, uh, but um, what was the saying? We also
0: oh. noticed when I was watching it with Les, like he's in the ball pit trying to get the the ball out of the little girl's mouth and the mom's like, oh, you sicko pervert and starts hitting him with his purse and all the other moms start hitting him with their purse. Yeah. And then there's one lady... <laughs> with like a roll of gift wrap and she's hitting them and you could kind of hear it go boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and and les and
1: i were just laughing at that cuz it was like oh yeah there's this guy this like pervert trying to get kids and you're going to smack him with like a hollow cardboard tube <laughs> i'm just telling That's him all I'm... They had on set
2: okay <laughs> I, like, I need to use all whatever but uh, uh it but also to just to kind of dial back to what Phil's talking about, how like stuff you can, you can't get away with now putting your hands on a child. almost like sticking your hands in their mouth. God, that sounds bad. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's like, yo, you you had to be there, but uh, no, it's like you said, Phil, like he's, what if he gets the ball and it's already been called? I thought that too. I was Mm -hmm. like, he's going to all this trouble. What if it's already been called already? Yeah. Well, then we wouldn't get a great Jim Belushi cameo. Uh, that's nah.
0: also the, the same logic behind uh, when the one guy on the street is like, so-and-so's going to late, or, uh, the, the, they, just or got no, they were in the diner and, yeah. and they ripped the cord out of the phone and the, uh, the guy behind the counter is like, well, the radio station's just two blocks that way. And the logic is that you're going to make it two blocks into the radio station and tell them Santa's reindeer before another right. caller can
1: right. call in. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: But then you get the the caller who's like, "Uh, Jermaine, uh, my <laughs> Tito, close. Yeah, <laughs> not even close. yeah, I have it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> that's a that's, that's impressive. <laughs> <It's> a comic barbecue <laughs> with and Blitzen. Uh, um, uh, Phil, what did you boy, think boy, of maybe. him running down the street, uh saying the reindeers' names? <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, his form was impressive. Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I- I would expect that, nothing less from Arnold. At that <laughs> point, too, and they're running down the street. Sinbad's like
0: struggling to keep up, and yeah. he starts throwing mail yeah. and packages out of his bag just onto the street to like save weight. He's like, and I was like, oh, he works for FedEx. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And
2: it's but Sinbad. Sinbad has like really small like comedic Sinbad's lines. Really funny in, this, in movie. this movie where it's like it's My, like almost blink if you miss it. Like he's like this, Mister Trackstar, is a homemade explosive device. Don't hit me, I have sickle cell. Yeah. <laughs> Well, most of my that was...
0: my favorite line in the whole movie. I took some notes. Yeah, like, cool. it's it's such a. It, you're right. If you like if you look away or if you're you know look at your phone, you'll miss it. But it's like when he's dressed as Megamind or whatever. The, yeah, the bad guy. Dementor. And he's running through the crowd. He like shoves over like forcefully shoves yeah. over a person in like a Christmas present costume yeah. and he just yells get out of my way box <laughs> yeah. and
2: then I notice all the ornaments just it stays on the box and then all the ornaments just surround it and then it's then yeah. it's done but well, that's when, was funny when Howard is, goes to the first toy store and meets Myron and they're waiting outside and Myron is airing his grievances about like yeah. about, and he's like, he like he's like ah! he like grabs the lady next to him and shaking her and he then, just to yeah.
1: shake him he's just to and like, then, and sh- then it shouldn't wear fur yeah like her go
2: <laughs> yeah she shouldn't wear fur funny yeah like
1: wait a minute like if that happened today if you were in a crowd waiting out of a store and then some crazy guy who's been yelling this whole time grab this random woman and start shaking yeah. her yeah like would everyone else just be like oh what a weirdo like, <laughs> yeah. hey social they distancing like, they yeah. would freak out they would like grab him and like he'd probably get beat up like yeah yeah but that's 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 what i was thinking i was like so we're all just gonna let him just grab random strangers right if there's one thing this movie's lacking i think it's more realism pretty yeah. realism yeah you know? i agree <laughs> <So> yeah speaking <laughs> of realism I, I was just watching it and i got the whole this should be better if this is like a divorced dad movie vibe yeah so like it would have been better if like arnold was divorced
2: yeah okay. Consider the divorce <laughs>
1: Yeah like They, were, they got divorced he's, he's been busy He doesn't live with Jamie anymore But he still loves him But he's yeah. You know but that, I mean that's the vibe I got Yeah and So like I was like Maybe the movie would have been better If it had a, a Well divorce They, they kind of have that
2: with uh, So um, Phil Hartman's character uh, Ted
0: Ted He's divorced right Yeah And so yeah. His, his chubby son Makes the comment That like <laughs> Oh, my dad was never this cool before we were. Before he and my mom got divorced, you know, mm-hmm. like, and so then you get that, uh, like, oh, okay, so he's like chumming up to all the ladies in the neighborhood because he's a lonely divorced bachelor. Yeah, and he's like doing all this extravagant crap for his son for Christmas because he's trying to like be Same the better life. parent. Yeah, right. you know? yeah, be the better parent. Yeah. Well, and so you have that aspect that he's like almost overcompensating or he's got it all together to get the turbo man and everything. But then you've got, um, Myron Sinbad's character who, um, he's, he's not divorced, but it's like this whole thing is like, he's trying to get that for his son. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. and he has the story of the, the Johnny sixty one man yeah, army gun yeah. that he didn't get when he was a kid and how it affected everything. So he's, You kind of have that divorce angle, but I see from your side of it, like if Arnold was divorced and poured himself
2: into work so much, so he was doing this kind of to, yeah
0: for his son. But But, it's kind of has like that three angles, the three dads. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. So sort of like him getting a look at what, like if he, like one more strike and his wife divorces him, he's kind of getting a, kind of a view of how that would maybe look. Now, mm-hmm. in, in that scenario, Phil, if he starts off divorced, at the end when he gives Jamie the doll and he's in the parade, he's dressed like Turbo Man, saves Jamie's life, would mm-hmm. you put him back together with Rita Wilson, or would they still be divorced?
1: Sure. You know what? They didn't even know uh, liar, liar, so Yeah, well, exactly. Wait,
2: one, one thing I can say is... If it makes you guys feel better, and jingle all the way to with Larry the Cable Guy, he is divorced oh and he's trying to, I, he's trying to curry more of the favor of his daughter. So uh,
1: I'm, get, I'm sorry, Matt and Steve. I was gonna, I had a bit in my head before this began that I was gonna pretend that I watched. <laughs> jingle all the two instead of all the way one and, she, um, and be like you know i didn't know it was okay I mean Larry the cable guy I'm not really a fan you know but, and
2: you're just sitting like, there like what the I fuck blew, are you guys talking about
1: yeah. I blew it I blew it i wish they could just I, like, you know just like when i watch uh, crow 2 or oh crow you watch crow
2: wicked prayer and you're like i don't yeah, get why you guys so, like this movie so much and you're like oh you watched the wrong one
0: <laughs> you watched 28 days later instead of 28 days or whatever <laughs> yeah, was exactly, that like office, in the gag? office yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, uh, well, I wish they would have uh, strapped a jetpack to Larry the Cable Guy and shot him into bump fuck nowhere because <laughs> I think that's where he needs to go. Oh, uh, uh, speak! Did you guys catch that? Um, the, that he had a jetpack. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you go fly, Turbo Man. Use your so, jetpack. Um, did you catch that the two correspondents at the parade? One of them was Jackie Childs from Seinfeld, and the other one was Donna from The Office what so the the gale force the the black guy who's who's the anchor at the parade they're like the two uh-huh. like the Matt Lauer and Katie Couric sort mm-hmm. of analogs yeah, yeah, yeah. he played Jackie Childs the lawyer in Seinfeld um mm-hmm. and then the woman played Donna from the office so the woman that is cheating on her husband with Michael oh so Nice little, be- well. nice little bits of trivia. You guys there. probably recognize her from Caroline in the City. Yeah, yes. that's probably why you were confused by that. Yes, <laughs> um, Philly's still there.
1: Yeah, I'm still there. I'm just oh. looking up Donna from the office. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> you've,
2: you, you've been looking her up for a long time. Um, uh, uh, anyway.
1: <laughs> so we're kind
2: of the movie. The movie kind of opens. It starts um, with kind of a a show within a movie, mm-hmm. but it's kind of presented in a way to where you're like, oh, like. This this looks really professional. Yeah, when right Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. coming in. The movie starts with Turbo Man and Booster. Booster is his is his furry sidekick. Um uh, useless. Yeah, breaking through a mountain. Uh breaking through they yeah, they they shoot through a mountain to save the president, played by Har- Harvey Corman. And, mm. uh, and his family from his arch nemesis, Dementor. The family is tied up and the son is like, help Turbo Man! To which Turbo Man exclaims, I'm coming, Billy! Which I don't think is a comment befitting the situation. Yeah, I no. um, But uh, another reason... Words. Yeah, <laughs> poor, choice. poor choice of words. Yeah, uh, poor choice of words. Are we not doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> yeah, it's like phrasing, like an archer. Yeah. T- Turbo Man is fighting off Dementor's minions when all of a sudden the First Lady... So the fir- the president's wife, yeah. who's Lorraine Newman, uh, shrieks in horror as Turbo Man turns around to see Dementor has taken Billy to the top of a cliff, ready to drop him. Here's where we get the first utterance of the famous line: "It's Turbo time," <laughs> which I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get um, tattooed on my uh, rectum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, incredible. Batman Forever. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. exactly. Turbo Time, Batman Forever. Um, you cross out Batman Forever and put it, it's Turbo Time <laughs> with a Sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> um, Turbo Man takes off on his Rock'em Sock'em jetpack just as Billy's dropped to fall to his death. The camera fades out to show a little Jamie Langston miming the action going on. What we see, uh, woof. Uh, I didn't have any periods in here. Uh, The camera fades out to show little Jamie Langston miming the action going on the screen with intermittent thrusting. Yes, uh, (laughs) and to what we, the audience, thinks is a superhero snuff film. Uh, Alas, it is only a TV show. And Turbo Man saves Billy before he is splattered on the ground below. Jamie then jumps up and down in jubilation as Turbo Man on screen says, "You can always count on me," which then sets up the underlying point of tension throughout the movie. So I just thought I'd throw that. I don't want to exit out. I just thought I'd throw that little uh, that little yeah. bit in there that we kind of we kind of start off with some action, yeah. much like our last week's episode, Batman Forever. Yeah, uh, you were gonna say something about Jake Lloyd probably like ten oh. minutes ago. Oh, um, I always thought it would be funny if like George Lucas was watching Jingle All the Way. And he sees the scene with Jake Lloyd and his chubby friend and he's like, Ooh, I want that kid in my movie. I want him to play Darth Vader. And and he doesn't have a he doesn't have an audition process, doesn't have anything, because he has in his head, I want that kid from Jingle all the way. And then Jake Lloyd shows up and he's like, No, I wanted the fat kid <laughs> I always thought that'd be fun. so every time I see that every time I see that kid in this movie I'm like, No, I wanted the fat kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil,
0: think, you said you were surprised that jake lloyd's acting was better than you thought it would be and for me i was like oh my god it's even worse than phantom menace like <laughs> yes. it, it was like three years earlier right Three. Or uh four yeah,
2: years. yeah yeah yep, yeah i mean but, i think it's
1: just he didn't i it's not that his acting was great i think it's just easier for a kid
2: it was, it to, was
1: to play a kid who wants a toy for christmas yeah it was more than confusing. a kid to yeah. play oh you're a slave and you're also
2: a race car driver, and oh, this weird <laughs> like guy uh, tells you that you're that you can become a master warrior. Yeah, you, you, build, mom, and... you build robots. on the side. Yeah, and you build exactly. robots on the side. You're a genius inventor. I'm and, a pilot, and, you know. And, um, but and you're a great pilot, you know. And, yeah, I saw your laser sword. Only Jedi's have those. Um, exactly. But Mr. Cladon
0: at, uh, at a junk shop.
2: <laughs> yeah, you talk to Saboba in eat. a different language. Um, but no, I know what you're saying because the character is different in this movie where it's good for what he's trying to play. He's trying to play a little kid in a family Christmas movie mm-hmm. instead of this foundational character who needs depth and who needs to he grow. Can't, he can't and can't play to believe roles it. with weight to him. No, exactly. Yeah. So
1: I don't know. That's what I think you, Well, I don't know if you guys caught this, but maybe it's cause I'm coming in with fresh eyes. Um, When, uh, before before Sinbad shows up as Dementor, yeah, yeah, um, he tells Jamie, he's like, Jamie, I'm your father, yeah, and they cut off, yeah, yeah, (laughs) so. maybe yeah. that's why george lucas picked them that's really i like that homage that's really yeah exactly like, he's like yes it's poetry it rhymes and then you jake know. lloyd shows I mean, up he's it, like this is an unscripted moment in cinema he's anakin he's meant to be anakin <laughs> um
2: no but then, anyway. then jake lloyd shows up and he's like no i wanted the big kid talking about arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> 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 i wanted the big mailman kid yes. It's poetry. It rhymes. (laughs) That's so funny. Chargers all this. Shifting over to Phantom Menace. It's so funny that Jake Lloyd got that role because he's a bad actor. Like I was was watching.
1: because George doesn't like George doesn't like dealing with actors. Right. And he definitely doesn't want to deal with a kid actor. Yeah. That. So he'd much rather deal with a kid who's been through this before. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like he, no. I saw footage of him forgetting his lines, and George was like, "I liked that. It's like a real kid." I was like, "So you cast him because he forgot his lines?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, damn, I could have done Jake Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. I
2: could, have, I can forget well, my yeah. lines. Yeah,
1: and again, I, I knew this would happen. I knew we were gonna dive into the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yes. But um, it, 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 there's a, there's a, there's a, the, the Phantom Menace documentary is really fascinating because they yeah. really didn't hide anything. Right. Because like they show like George
2: picked Jake Lloyd. Yeah,
1: and then as soon as George leaves the room, everyone else who watched the other audition teams yeah. were like, "I wanted to picked him." Really? Um, like, oh, okay.
2: So, this this was George Lucas around the time to where all he had around him were yes men, like Rick Berman. Because
1: he's George Lucas. Like, right. He made he made yeah. one of the greatest franchises of all time. Exactly. they like we'll the trust he your judgment. The other yeah. in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um it, one more thing about um, Phantom Menace. We have to shift back to Jingle All the Way, but yeah. <laughs> rats. But uh, I think we'll I think do Phantom Menace another time. I man. don't like working with humans. I like working with the Gungas. <laughs> <don't> like <laughs> the
1: Goongos are my real identity. Okay? <laughs> <Gungas are>
2: more... <laughs> well, also, well, you mentioned the making of documentary. Also, the making of book released. Around the time *Phantom Menace* came out, which Dan gifted us a few years ago, yeah, still sits on our bookshelf. Um, it's just, well, what's funny is there's actually kind of a peek into like George Lucas's thought process because with the uh, the advent of more. Of the, uh, the CGI technological advances yeah. um, He was glowing about that Because he said I remember he's, He has a line in the book Where he says You know The the original trilogy And he didn't refer to it As the original trilogy He's yeah. like The other movies uh, I was a little disappointed with Because that wasn't My full vision Of what mm-hmm. I wanted We just Were limited in what we can do Now we can do everything So that's why He probably goes back And he messes with Oh yeah. the, the originals so much oh, as, Yeah that's nothing new yeah <laughs>
1: I mean, it's it's basic, When he says that, he doesn't mean that he thinks they're bad. He's right. just annoyed that he didn't. Have, yeah. he do, he's annoyed that he doesn't
2: have the CG. He didn't have the resources. And
1: it's available yeah. now. Yeah. Right. And and that's the problem why the prequels weren't that good because he focused so much on the CG and filming this amazing pod race scene without actually thinking why would the audience care about this? Yeah. Right. I would be I would be perfectly fine with him going back
0: and constantly messing with stuff
1: if he didn't do so much to suppress the originals.
2: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. they
0: they wanted Star Wars in the Library of Congress, but, um, you know, to preserve it as an archival work and a part of, you know, quintessential Americana, but part of the stipulations is it has to be the original cut of the movie. Right, yeah. And George said, no. No, you can't have it.
2: <laughs> no, you can't have it. <laughs> Goes and buries <laughs> it in his backyard. <laughs> Like to see him on all fours, like a dog. Yeah, (laughs) I just rhyme and reason. There are few. There are a few things. There. I will admit there are a few changes that like help the movies, Mm -hmm. but also like putting putting a big boulder where you're cutting off three quarters of R two D two. You know, like how did R two D two get back here? McClunky? Yeah. Before
1: Han shoots Greedo. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's the the newest one.
2: Yeah, it's Han shot first. (laughs) Han shot first. Han shot only. Yeah. Um, but, again, well, we're going to dial back to a much better movie, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Uh, the one we're supposed to be talking yes. about. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like to see Jingle All the Way as the greatest hits for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. so, I noticed some things. Uh, so he runs through a mall like in commando yeah um which i don't know if yep. he why didn't he just pick up that uh um, elevator that like, the elevator, elevator capsule or whatever yeah. and like throw it at the people uh <laughs> like trying trying to another pivot and throws it at them <laughs> or, or why didn't why didn't he like swing down to uh to the first level by like on like yeah. a big like banner or whatever like yeah. it didn't commando why didn't he so, just yeah
0: I was thinking that too, when I was watching it. I was like, "Doesn't he like slide down a thing and break a bunch of lights?" Yeah. But then I realized I think that was a Jackie Chan movie. That I was <laughs> yeah. Of. Rumble in the Bronx. I feel like
2: I feel like it was in Jackie Chan as well. But I was like, because because it's an, it's filmed in the Mall of America. Yeah. But it like yeah. it looks like the mall from Commando. Yeah. Uh, at least a you want lot... to see me kick some ass. Yeah. <laughs> he is one big motherfucker. <laughs> um. So he uh, he has an exchange with Jim Belushi, like in Red Heat. Oh yeah, um, he deals with a snot-nosed kid like Kindergarten Cop. Uh, he physically moves a car like in Twins. Oh yeah, um, he punches an animal like in Conan. Uh, he oh shit! Physically yeah. jostles a man with a ponytail, also Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, and he has a wife. Total Recall. Oh so, yes, yeah. Dang. So that's, great. That's, that's
1: quite the. You you know his career backwards and forwards. <laughs> it's
2: very very. Most impressive. He's trying to find stuff for There's probably some stuff from Last Action Hero in there, but oh yeah, uh, but that was pretty much a, the a, an amalgamation of all the Arnie tropes. Anyway, I always I thought it was so funny that Arnold wanted to take this role because he wanted to be an ordinary guy. But if you look at him, he doesn't look ordinary. That's like in the movies yeah. It's
1: like and in Bill the movie. kind of hints at it when he's just like, do not be able to bench press your way out of this." Yeah, right. yeah. It's, it's
2: exactly. Like- like if if you would have said oh he he was an Austrian bodybuilder and he wanted to come to the U.S. like I said to do the American dream, but it's like he, a, he,
1: is he a mattress salesman? Yeah, you know what he is?
2: He like he sells mattresses. Yeah.
1: Well, in, in, so like
0: that when it when it first cuts from the TV show and then it, um, Jamie saying he he wants the toy and then they're at like a, an office Christmas party and he's at his desk and he won't stop taking calls from customers. Yeah, mm-hmm and the karate class is in 20 minutes or whatever. Um, they, they do a gag where every single person he talks to, he's like, well, that's because you're my number one customer. And yeah. He hangs up, and the next person, you're my number one customer. And yeah. then he's talking to his wife. And he's like, thanks, you're my number one customer, and hangs up and then realizes.
2: Like yeah. And the whole time I was
0: thinking, oh, that's the inspiration for the shop owner in the room. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks. thanks. Oh, thanks. oh hi, John. I
2: didn't customer. know it was you. You're my <laughs> number one customer. Well, I sat there, and I was like, why is he up there being the only one selling mattresses? What do those people down there do? Don't they work for him? Like, can't uh, they probably sell mattresses?
1: like the, uh, the holiday party in um, Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Up, yeah, below, Yeah. Into offices to
2: have a that. Well, I immediately thought of Nakatomi Plaza, and when he's in yep. traffic – I was like, good thing. I, he, I was like, good thing he got out of there before the German terrorist showed up. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the, right. the movie would have been much better if there were German terrorist taking over his business. there's
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, <that's> a subplot, <laughs> it's like a B <laughs> plot going on while he's trying to find Turbo Man. Yeah. Your very yeah, gold and your mattresses.
0: <laughs> I, I think it would have been funny if they if they like played it, like it was Nakatomi Plaza yeah. sort of, like as he was like finally leaving, yeah. like you see. Hans Gruber walk in in the background or somebody that kind of and looks then like the, him the movie never addresses it again It yeah, never addresses like it. it's just like oh that was happening at the same time that's and like, he just missed out on that's it that's like
2: something they do or in I mean, Animaniacs the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they or
1: if they can open up the bay door or whatever yep. you know, he's got a late load of mattresses um, <laughs> yeah, sure. and the- he, he should
2: He should have pointed back into the party and been like cool party yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know this is before Batman or Robin but it's, it's still if we're talking greatest hits but yeah. I I it was funny when so when he gets stuck in traffic and he tries to ride the um the um the shoulder the shoulder and he gets pulled over and he's got and like he's trying to go through that rigmarole meanwhile he's gonna be late to Jamie's karate stuff he like they they do the scene where he pulls up to the front of the school and I'm like there's no other cars there. It's like, so it's obviously over. And then he takes the time to walk in there and run down to the gymnasium. There's also no sound coming out of the gymnasium. So you not like, Oh, like i made it just in time. You know, he like, (laughs) a silent portion. Yeah. It's like you, you wouldn't, you know, while you're driving there, like I'm, I'm not going to, I didn't make it. That's why did he go through that? It's just silly to me. And then he's all the way in the gym. The person's sweeping up like the random confetti or whatever. And, uh, because you know they always
0: have confetti at the end of karate classes.
2: Yeah, yeah. You so, guys um, know better than we would. Yeah.
1: I never had any at the end of ours, Dan. <laughs> yeah. So that's another note I made was that when
0: he's like, "But you know, purple was important to me, Dad. That's two away from green and three away from black or whatever." And he's like, "But I was at your yellow testing," and I'm just like,
1: "That order is totally wrong." <laughs> like, <the ball." laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, we did taekwondo and we also we also worked for a hack. So. Yeah. <laughs> story though yeah so i i took classes from that
0: hack before he even had a location (laughs) and they were in his living room um carpeted living room and uh there was actually a different belt system then there was only like eight belts and then when he got his location he switched
1: over to like 13 belts or whatever because then he could charge that many more times (laughs) for testing Mm. yeah just just so america knows uh, Dan and I, uh, we both went to a Taekwondo uh, instructor who preyed upon religious fundamentalism to trick people into thinking that he was legit.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> and it works, because that's how people are. <laughs>
1: yes. I mean, so, it, it, wor- it worked for a time, I
0: guess. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, when he was when he was teaching, he always made sure everyone addressed, it, addressed him, like his salutation, as master. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Master first name last name. I'll <laughs> avoid saying the actual name here. Sure. Uh, yeah. But then um, he, he was like preying on the religious fundamentalism and opened like a little church there, and then fancied himself to be like a uh, televangelist type. Oh, okay. And um, I got a Facebook friend request from him, and his salutation
2: is now bishop. Oh, first boy. name Master. last name. <laughs> bishop. And I was Master.
1: like, you can't just make yourself a bishop. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: That's the thing with these. I didn't say it. I that's declared the same it. Same with <laughs> you. Not these non-denominational. Yes. I mean,
1: pretty much,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when you grow up non-denominational. Like you, when you realize <laughs> sure. other other sects of Christianity, like you have to go through processes to be ordained yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, I was gonna ask you guys, was that a, was that an accurate interpretation of, of belt ceremonies? You know you you take a like a block of wood, yes, you see the belt already in there and you, <laughs> you chop through it.
0: So they they like held the belt underneath the board so when uh-huh. you broke it they would drop the board and have the belt. They do that in some. They didn't do that in ours. Um no. but the board breaking was part of the, the testing for each belt. You had to break it using a different technique for each mm-hmm. belt. Um, for my black belt, it was actually uh, hammer fist down
2: through a brick.
0: Oh, ah, okay. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, they, they do have where you break the boards. They usually do that last at the testing. Like, everybody gets all of their other stuff out of the way, and then at the end, it's like,
1: if you can break the board, then that's the last thing, and you've got the next belt.
0: Right. Because it's kind of, like, climactic. It's like, yeah, yeah. you got it. Yeah.
2: This... Yeah. It's oh. really cool, <laughs>
0: uh,
2: and then I think. Then you, you tie it around your head, yeah. you you go whoa, and you do something very culturally insensitive,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of culturally insensitive, um, the chain smoking guy in the booster costume, yeah, yeah. Curtis at one point said, "I'm sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant." Right. Yes. And I was That's like, true, yeah. "Oh my gosh, this is
2: '90s! Like you could not say that today." It was cut from a lot. For, it was. Uh, it was actually cut for a lot of TV like broadcasts. When
0: oh, spe- makes sense. Speaking it of booze- cut and
2: put in, was I'm like, sweating like a whore in church. <laughs> <laughs> Uh t- yeah, even though so
0: in my notes when I wrote down that uh Booster said it, I initially accidentally wrote Boomer instead of Booster. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, Booster is a Boomer. Yeah, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. Prophetic.
2: Also, speaking of culturally insensitive, did you guys catch when uh when uh Sinbad punches Booster off of the float, the kids come and surround him, and they're like, "We hate you, Booster. You suck." You can briefly hear someone use um the insensitive word for homosexual that starts with an F.
0: Really? Yeah, oh. yeah. It's very have to brief. Give that another but, peak.
2: Yeah. So, uh, 1996. Everybody. Yeah. Kids, like, a kids' Christmas movie. You hear uh, the uh, a very g- insensitive word for a homosexual. Right. Um. What was that? Uh, well, not, t-
0: not fruity. Like yeah.
2: A fruity robot. yeah. 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 <laughs> no, yeah. It's it's like in Spaceballs when they said fuck, but uh, yeah. not exactly. <laughs> Even in the future, nothing works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so phil on your on your first viewing and then cut back to dan here um i like you you know what it is you obviously you were familiar with the movie but did you did you what did you did you like anything about it before we started recording i asked kind of your general overview and thoughts um was there anything like you liked about the movie that stuck out to you that you're like "Ah, i mean i i get what the movie is but i actually kind of enjoyed that
1: uh, it's fine. Uh, I like, I, I kind of liked how the movie is about how it's not really about this, but it kind of hints at like, Hey, you know, like this quest for like Chris getting the perfect present is driving people insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it leads to people getting in fights with strangers or, you know, every time Byron or, uh, Arnold, Arnold need help. Um, um, they kind of like act like they're going to help each other. But then yeah. immediately, as soon as it becomes convenient, they stab each other in the back.
0: Right. Uh,
1: so I kind of like that aspect, but the movie didn't really, it didn't go all the way in that, mm-hmm. um, commentary. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like the end when like, he's, um, when he's trying to, uh, save his son cause it's genuine. But yeah. Other than yeah. That, actually, here's what I did like. I liked seeing the Turbo Man TV show, and I watched it. and I was like, "Wow, this is better than any single Power Rangers episode ever."
2: Well, let's <laughs> not go that far, okay? we'll, 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 we'll slow our roll <laughs> on that one. Funny huh? enough, though, like the Dima team in there, like the Dementors' minions, like yep. they were like parodying like Power Rangers yeah. when they like oh, so kind of, people kind or of like tongue in cheek in there. Uh, oh, but funny, although funny story, kind of considering Myron, Joe Pesci was the original uh, choice for Myron.
1: I think that uh, no no offense in that, but I'm not a real fan of his and I think Joe Pesci would have been a lot
2: better <laughs> yeah they it was funny because they, they had reservations they were like well we don't want Arnie to like be acting up against kind of a short guy it's like, it's like he was in they, Twins he was in what Twins you be <laughs> <laughs> he worked with Danny like, DeVito was, twice uh, yeah, though, it, I would have loved anyway. some scenes where like maybe Joe Pesci uh, would I don't know get stampeded and he could be like like in home alone yeah i just see him dressed like harry from home alone yeah um but dan what were what were some stuff over over the years in watching it what are some things that stand out to you about like that that make what because you mentioned a little bit kind of what makes it kind of a holiday staple for for you but like what are what are some other things that you kind of enjoy or you get out of the movie uh, so Phil was saying that, like, the
0: basis of it is the the clamoring for that gift and kind right. of the, the commercialization or, you know, rampant consumerism mm. around the holidays. Um, and it also made me think of, um, like, Les and I were watching it, and we were like, it had been a you know number of years since we'd seen it. At first, she didn't even remember having seen it because mm-hmm. the, the T- Turbo Man TV show – you know, opening, yeah. she was like, wow, I would not guess this is a Christmas movie. I was like, no, this is just the intro. Like, <laughs> yeah. The whole movie isn't like this. <laughs> um, but uh, we're watching it, and the scene with the bouncy balls and him chasing and everything, both of us thought, isn't there a scene where um, he's like, oh, it was the last lady, you know, ran out with it, and she was wearing, she was short, and she had a fur coat, and he's like chasing the lady, and then she starts driving erratically through traffic. Yeah. Both of us thought, isn't there a part where, like, he catches up to her and he pays her a bunch of money and he's like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. And she gives it to him and it's the wrong thing. Like, yeah, it was it's a uh, booster thing. or whatever. And that didn't happen. And so I'm thinking, like, where is, where, what am I thinking of? And I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of Toby getting the princess unicorn. Like, oh, yeah. And it's the black one. Yeah, and then uh, Daryl's like, "Is there a problem with that?" He's like, "No, it's <laughs> it's it's
2: great. It's um, it's just what you want. Your memory. It's not a Mandela thing, and your memory doesn't fail you. Um, that is a alt. That is in in the extended cut." Uh, okay. So they show that on TV, and funny really? enough, that's actually, yeah. So, like, this woman, like Dan was saying, he goes up and, like, is, like, hitting on Howard, and Howard, like, I don't know if he, like, goes with it, but he, like, he just pays her a bunch of money for what she has, and ends up being Booster. Yeah. uh It's actually Yard- Yardley Smith, Lisa Simpson. Is really? In, huh. Yeah. So huh. it's, it's like a deleted scene in the extended cut. So you could okay. have seen that, like, on TV, because you know how, yeah. like, they, they'll, start like, the F- abc family or freeform whatever it's called they'll do this with the grinch for some reason they'll show like the two hour yeah. version and stretch it to three hours okay. or whatever. so he doesn't but catch up with the lady he was chasing in the no, car it's, but it's, it's another like it's, lady. A, it, it, it's a different woman like okay. a fur coat but i was reading and it, i think that's in the extended cut okay but also i mean there is i mean he goes to santa's workshop right. and he gets the the spanish language one right so there is that also that too. Too. yeah yeah,
1: yeah. You know what he should have done? He should have just got... He should have beat up the Santa. Gave him, like, 15 bucks for the broken Spanish one. Yeah. Pretend that there was nothing wrong with it. Get, have his son open it for Christmas. And then when it's broken, it doesn't speak English. He's like, what? This is outrageous! And, <laughs> and then demand, like, a full refund. And a, a new one well, sent. <laughs> this <what>? is outrageous! He <laughs> throws the Christmas it, tree it, around. Yeah, he throws the Christmas tree outside. Like, you know, and no one would be the wiser. <laughs>
0: Do you think that was that was the inspiration for? I think it was was it Toy Story three where Buzz switches over to Spanish mode?
2: Uh, could be. I I feel I feel like that's a I I think it's I think that's two. Um, but was I f- it? I think so. Yeah. I, it's been a while since I've seen Toy Story no, two. It, uh,
1: Toy Story three is the one where he starts speaking Spanish. Okay, so
2: three. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now now I remember. I think think that's a pretty if you're gonna deal with toys I think that's a pretty general joke you probably go with but I could def, i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility that mm-hmm. somebody like was like oh that's like that's funny because it yeah. involves involves a toy and of course there are toys that come in different languages and yeah um so yeah. it's it's possible Mm-hmm. um was there it's entirely possible <laughs> was there was there anything else that kind of of mine. Add, <laughs> that adds to your enjoyment of the movie Dan
0: um so when, when there's like the montage of him trying to get the turbo man and he's driving from store to store and there's like the different to- neon signs yeah. that say toys and yeah. they show them at different toy stores and stuff. It kind of reminded me of the nostalgia of Toys R Us. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and maybe not even so much Toys R Us cause that was like a superstore, but like when they had KB toys yeah, yep. or whatever in the mall or mm-hmm. uh zany brainy. Yeah. Yeah. F.A.O. Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, or like at the mills. I don't even rem- remember what it was called, but there was like that one toy store on the corner at yeah. one of the entrances yep. yeah. and the glass all the way around. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was like a classic like toy store, you know? Yeah. And they, I mean, now with the pandemic, everything is, is different, but even before then, online retailers and, and big box stores have kind of killed off the toy store in yeah, a yeah. large way.
2: Which sucks. I think I, it's...
1: Well, I have a different take where I'm watching this movie and I'm like, thank God there are not Toy <laughs> Stores anymore. Just order on Amazon. <laughs> just order on Amazon. Oh, they're all out. Sorry, Jamie, they're all out. <laughs> that's, that's the movie. That's, yeah.
2: I, think, I think the point yeah. more was he, his wife expected him to get one already and he didn't. Well,
1: then he can deal with the fallout of that. And then he can like, the movie is him running around the Amazon warehouse trying to find one, <laughs> Or <for laughs> just getting hit by, get hit by a robot or a forklift driver. Or he's just,
0: um, just
2: running around the Amazon rainforest looking for one. Or <laughs> that,
1: that. Cause yeah. that's, where, that's where Amazon's based. <laughs> he takes
2: um, a machine gun and shoots at trees. Yeah. Like, what was it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, Yes, great input there Phil. Thank you. Oh, uh, but, uh, but... Uh, kind of kind of speaking to the montage Dan was talking yeah. about with the different like signs of toy stores. Yeah. The way that they, they, they were neon and moving across the screen. I kind of made the joke that it says like live nudes XXX. <laughs> he, he, he took a
0: stop in the middle. He's like hey, this is too much. I got to
2: take a break. <laughs> he walks out and's like bo- choose buggers. <laughs> <laughs> Pull
0: ron uh, Swanson, go there for the breakfast buffet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. Uh, That's it, such a great scene.
2: I, I now I'm thinking about when it's Unskinny Bob's playing and yeah. Parks and Rec, and he's like flipping the plate. Yeah, and he's like he's like looking at the camera like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But um, thank you, Phil, over your nowadays mindset on this. But go. I piggyback on what Dan said there. Mm-hmm. Um. I think one of my favorite parts of the movie is uh is just it's a snapshot of mid-90s mall Mm -hmm. and retail culture and that's what i really really love especially like as i got to be an adult because i can i especially with the brian setzer orchestra christmas song playing um it reminded me of the times to where back being eight nine years old going to the mall and Watching the Brian Setzer orchestra play no, outside it. of F.A.O. Schwartz. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, everything we just said all was in one memory for me. <laughs> um, like taking our Jim 93. Jim Belushi Santas. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jim, Jim- yeah. Belushi Santas. Want a Turbo Man doll? Forgive them. I'm sitting on your lap. Which, uh, fuck Jim Belushi. Sorry, uh, go ahead. Yes. Um, but it just reminds me of times that like during the Christmas season as a kid, we'd go to the mall with our mom. And one year we would, we listen to Brian Setzer Christmas. Yeah. Like. Hmm. Out, and like it just it just reminds me of that one time going to Mid Rivers Mall mm-hmm. and like in our 93 Plymouth Voyager listening to that listening to the Chipmunks Christmas album and like well speaking of speaking of Plymouth Voyager Phil Hartman drives one with wood paneling on the side yep yeah
1: uh, and, and Arnold drives this old school 90s SUV yes. yeah. yeah
2: like the like a kind of an Explorer UConn or yeah, yeah 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 um but it just it just reminds me of like it it, it something that like i i equate it to like one certain memory but just the whole overarching like idea of like the box stores or the toy stores Mm -hmm. or because as as in that montage like you see the rows of x-men and spawn action figures and batman action figures and that was just really cool to see as a kid but then also it just reminds me of like being a kid going to the mall Mm -hmm. Either listening to that very song on the way to the mall, or the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas album on the way to the mall. Goosebump. And then just I don't know. It's just it reminds me of when I was a kid, and yeah. also it's just it's to, it's totally 90s. Like the whole yeah. aesthetic is totally mid 90s. Yeah. Um, and it just reminds me also of uh, the glories of retail culture, to where people would pummel each other over a um, a violently tickle me Elmo, tri- violently tremoring Muppet toy. Yeah. The tickle yeah. me Elmo. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So. So it, it brought the nostalgia of, like, the mall culture and stuff, and I have memories of, like, going shopping with, for instance, I remember one time my sister wanted this very specific thing. It was a, like, a little battery-powered airplane that had a propeller, mm-hmm. and it would hang on a string from your ceiling, and you could get it going in a circle, and it would keep going in yeah. a circle, because her bedroom, they would painted clouds onto the ceiling. Oh, nice. nice. Um, and so it, it, you know, it looked really cool once we got it, but like for something that specific and niche, finding that before the internet, Mm -hmm. like we went to so many stores in the mall asking for this one really specific thing. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of brought back memories of that, of like, you know, a retail culture, culture, you have sort of the rose colored glasses of the nostalgia of it just Mm -hmm. because it, you know, was our, during our childhoods. Yeah. But, st- you know, it was so much harder back then. And so almost like gifts in a way were almost more thoughtful because if you, you know, somebody wants that or, or wants something very specific mm. and you can track that down yeah. versus typing into words yeah. on Amazon and yeah. then it's like at your door. Yeah. Um, but on the other side of it, like sort of the rose colored glasses of that versus the convenience of now. Yeah. Uh, the scenes where everybody's trampling every you know each other in the toy store and destroying the displays and everything uh, just made me so thankful yeah. that I'm not still working at Target for this yeah, Black yeah. Friday. Because oh that's God. fucking
2: psychotic.
0: Yeah. I've got PTSD over that shit. Like Gosh.
1: not really, but, right, oh. but just Dan, does Target have any Xbox Ones or Xbox Series X's?
0: <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't been there in months and it's the best feeling in the world. Uh, but I did have people asking for the PS5 as early as, like, April when it was announced. They're like, they're like, why don't you have any PS5s yet? I was like, because it's not out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you have any now? <laughs> yeah. Phil, I think, uh, um, I think you were ha- uh, happy to see Toy Stores go because you grew up in a homeschooled big family and you guys had to make your own toys. <laughs> <laughs> so you never had the pleasure of going to toy stores. And so I think you're salty about that.
1: Maybe, or maybe I'm just, uh, I embrace the cold, hard reality of capitalism. and, <laughs> and Don't fear it. <laughs> don't
2: fear it. A little <laughs> don't bit.
1: fear the capitalism.
2: Yes. Maybe don't I fear- just look
1: at it like through like how Dan said, like, you know, yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, I, I went to toy stores. I do have the memories of like, ooh, you know, can I get this new Lego or mm-hmm. whatever? But at the end of the day, whenever I start buying presents for you know a kid of mine or or, or, or my, one of my siblings' children, yeah. I'm going to be so happy not to oh, have yeah. to. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, well, I waited. I waited too late, and now I got to fight people for this toy. Yeah, right.
2: Because like, it's as as a kid. Like, for yeah. me as a kid, if my mom had to do that, putting myself in my nine-year-old self's, like, head, I'm like, it's so fun going from mall to mall, and mm-hmm. store to store. The, it's the thrill of the chase. I, I have so many memories. But my mom is, like, getting into my mom's head, being in the headspace of an adult, yep. it's so mm-hmm. stressful. That's the worst feeling to realize, oh, I have to drive to another yeah, store. Yeah, it's like it's 30 yeah. minutes.
1: Fuck. Yeah, like, exactly. I've wasted two hours of my, of my weekend Yeah, trying to get my kid a present. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. some of my, my favorite movies to watch is ones that you watched as a kid
0: with one perspective and then you watch yeah. again now as an adult and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. okay. I get that it. That makes sense. That would not be fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. it's, like,
1: it's like Jim Gaffigan has a joke about how like when he goes, like he always wonders as a kid whenever they went to like Disney World, like why is dad mad?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah. well, maybe it's because he's spending all this money for everyone to stand in line. Right, in the hot Florida sun mm-hmm. to go on a five minute ride that the kids don't even enjoy. Right.
2: It's so funny. You mentioned that because I remember mm-hmm. as a kid, like as a young kid seeing like a traffic jam in a movie and mm-hmm. thinking, "Yep, that would be so fun. Cause I can just, I can just sit in the back and play my game boy or read a book and you just, <laughs> I can just, that gives me more time to do it. And my mom was like, that would not be fun. I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about? And then I started driving and actually sitting in a traffic and I was like, this sucks. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. There was, so most of my ex- extended family, as you guys know, is in Michigan. Yeah. Um, and so my family would drive 12, you know, 10 to 12 hours, depending on if it's my mom or dad driving. My mom is a lead foot. <laughs> um, uh, that drive to Michigan, like, for Christmas and then in the summer, like, almost every year as a kid, um, or literally every year. Yeah. Uh, and there was one time when I was pretty young probably like six or seven when we like broke down our, our old ford aerostar van broke down in the middle of the night in like uh, indiana or something gosh. and um i remember my dad being very frustrated my dad's not a very like vocal mm-hmm. yeah. frustrated person like you don't ever hear him like yell when he's mad about something but he gets like real quiet and is clenching his jaw over and over and so like you know i could tell he was upset but i was like Oh my God, a tow truck. Like, <laughs> <it> was, <Cool. laughs> like the seeing how the tow truck works and we're getting towed and we get to stay in a hotel and they have a pool. Mm. And it was like, as a kid, it's just like, Oh my gosh, the best thing ever. But then thinking about it as like putting yourself in your parents' shoes, you're like, Oh man, that must've been so stressful. Like, okay, I got to pay a tow truck and a hotel and yeah. you're late for getting to
1: Michigan. And exactly. you already just spent a bunch of money on Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. And, I thought yeah. you were going to say and you don't have podcasts to entertain you, <laughs> right? exactly. uh, you know, Yeah. I, my, I have... like, did your dad have a cell phone? Did... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think he okay. had one of those old brick
0: Nokia yeah. phones. Ah, yeah, I thought you were going to say. That,
2: speaking of which, 1996 yeah.
0: was Jingle All The Way. Yeah. And there was two scenes in which pay phones were very prominent. Yes. yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Put the cookie down no yeah when he's like on the sidewalk put the cookie down
0: people jump and look at him and then in the diner there's yeah. a phone booth yeah that he runs into and he calls the radio station
1: like slams Sinbad's arm in the door yeah yeah that that diner cook wasn't too mad they'd Destroyed yeah.
2: his phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he was actually very helpful. Yes. <laughs> he wasn't like, Get the yeah, fuck yeah. out of my diner. You just broke my phone. He didn't do anything to yeah. stop those people of, of stripping Arnie's car, though. That's true. Right. That's true. Well <laughs> I mean,
1: you, you, you win some, you lose
2: some. <laughs> maybe this karma's maybe a bitch. Uh,
0: maybe yeah. it was the diner guy,
1: like, <laughs> secretly. He was yeah. like, Yeah, take yeah. my phone,
0: i strip your car. These fools are
1: drinking alcohol in are... my diner and going to get me in trouble. Just. <laughs> i uh, okay. The car.
0: Yeah. The scene where where Arnold sees Byron as Jake Lloyd taking a big swig yeah. of
1: the fictional yes. liquor. Yeah. I I really I mean I hope Jake Lloyd actually did take a swig of actual <laughs> liquor. That explains his uh, his troubles. Not recent troubles, but troubles. Yeah. You, know, his, uh, <laughs> that, his, that... you know he's like our age.
2: Yeah. 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 Like well, yeah relatively. He's he's a so, couple like, years yeah. older. Yeah. Um, Yeah,
0: that was another thing, too, of, like, the reason that I can't stand, like, I can't stand him, like, a a child actor, and he's like, real whiny, (laughs) and then I realized, like, he's actually older than me, so at the time when I watched this, he was older than I was at that time, Mm so it's like, oh, man, I was probably like that, or even worse, Right. yeah. I
2: I understand why Howard gets frustrated at him when he's calling him from the diner, and he's like... (laughs) Jamie let me talk To your mother I mean he's like
0: yeah. Cause you remember she's, dad Da-da-da. She's petting Ted yeah, She's,
1: outside <laughs> she's petting next pet. door it's Petting kids. Ted Kids are selfish Yeah In hey. fact I'm pretty sure If I got my son A doll that he wanted And Went through all the trouble That, that uh-huh. Arnold did Only for him to give it up To this maniac Who yeah. tried to kill him He's probably going to jail yeah. And he's gonna pawn That doll in jail To get like An extra pudding cup Or something <laughs> Cigarettes, um, yeah. they're it, it, uh, uh, cigarettes. Oh, it's just it grinds my gears. <laughs> I, really- I would not be like, oh, Jamie, you the true spirit of Christmas. <laughs> I was thinking it would kind of be funny if
0: if they did a thing at the end, like uh, like Die Hard or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, where he's like, you know what? why don't you come to our family's yeah. dinner yeah. Well, exactly. like, as he's being arrested
2: or, or, or Al Powell shows up and shoots Myron. That'd be, <laughs> yeah. that'd be a whole uh, lot. That'd that be, that <laughs> be great.
1: If Al Powell just shot everyone. <laughs> just shot him, like, with with the
2: Michael Kamen but, score. But plan. they replay the same scene of the camera panning up half <laughs> yeah. of his guts. So it's like different person gets shot. Same scene. They're just reusing the same <laughs> yeah. scene um back yep. and then to... somebody goes ah into <laughs> a wall for two minutes <laughs> yes. um but dan when you said you got picked up by a tow truck you're like awesome we're gonna get picked up by a tow truck i thought you're gonna say my favorite hot wheels was a tow truck <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right I, I think
0: my my favorite hot wheels actually was a um blue like 64 Mustang with white racing stripes. Ooh, I think I can see
2: it in my head. I think I know which one you're talking about. That's cool. Um, I also, in the past few years, almost inexplicably, although I kind of know the reason why, because it's just, it's, kind of heartfelt i get misty eyed at the end where when he finally car- gets it where, yeah. when, well not when he finally i don't i well, couldn't give a shit if he got turbo man i like <laughs> i like when they're he's like turbo me it's my i got the real one at home yeah and he's like i love yeah. you both and then when they're carrying him off i love when he's like that's my dad yeah. Like i don't know i get misty eyed at that yeah part. and then
0: he's like he's like you know jamie i can't take the costume or the weapons home and he's like
1: Never mind <laughs> Where's that doll Where's the turtle man You got me yeah,
2: exactly You go get me need another a
1: one I man Ta ta Turtle, turtle man, man. <laughs> Yeah If he bought And I, if there was like 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 a garbage kill kid version Of Turbo man Turtle man <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, Turtle man and, and, and it just Turtle yeah, that's head That's he got And yeah But, but it's
2: know. Since it's gotta be gross It's like turtle man And it's like a turtle It's a piece of shit That's like turtle heading Yeah <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Um. Anyway. Before before we kind of leave this episode here. Yeah. I'm what real, are we at right now? Uh. Well, it's an hour seven. Okay. Um. But uh. Um. I'm really glad they didn't go with their original name for him, Turbo Tom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, didn't know that too.
1: Yeah. They, yeah. That's that's a little. That's a little rough. A little and
0: then on, on his like off-center on his chest, they had TT, T-T. for Turbo Tom. It was like I was this,
2: like, yeah, It was this really cool like black get up he was wearing with like rocket launchers, and I was like, there's Turbo Tom. It's like, that's that's the fitting. it's a think if this movie
1: was a bigger hit that a Turbo Man TV show would have spun off?
2: I'm surprised they have with all like gritty reboots and stuff. I'm surprised like a Turbo Man comic hasn't come out that's like gritty yeah. and earnest and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I was yeah, I was I was curious about the the Turbo Man like the on on one of those uh, Blu-ray extras or whatever that mm-hmm. I was watching. They they had a B-roll footage of like the camera panning by mm-hmm. sales shelves mm-hmm. with the Turbo Man dolls. And I noticed that the sticker on the doll said, uh, as seen on Jingle all the way. And I was like, hold on. Really? So that wasn't in the movie because they wouldn't have a sticker
2: on yeah. the movie. So yeah. did they
0: actually make these? I think... And then I, yeah. I eBayed it. They did make yeah. Tiger, made actual Turbo Man dolls. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Not pretty recently, um, auctions were closing for like four and five hundred dollars for it. was God. came full circle, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And I saw one uh, a few years ago at an antique mall for two hundred dollars. Um, Dang, I and... thought well,
1: you are gonna say it. Hot topic, <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know what? Like, it, I'm, I'm really surprised. No, that's,
0: that's after it comes full circle and jumps the shark, is when it ends up at Hot Topic, yeah. yeah. Like,
2: I'm surprised they don't have Turbo Man Funko Pops, quite honestly, yeah. Well,
0: yeah, just don't don't mention Funko Pops to me. They've got Funko everything. <laughs> I could
2: I could see next year's the 25th anniversary. I'm I'm putting money on the fact that they're. Pro- I won't put money on it. Um, but I'm 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 almost positive they're going to do something with the 25th anniversary. of yeah. re-releasing Turbo Man stuff. It's so funny that you yeah, said
1: it's. Well, it. I'm going to buy the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Turbo Man Funko Pop for two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, so that's a Go. good investment for my time. <laughs> funny. <laughs>
2: How can you tell it's Arnold in here? <laughs> because it says so on the box. <laughs> he's got a cigar. Get <laughs> <got> my <away> box. Get <laughs> my way, box. Yeah, he's yeah. Steven said he has a cigar in his mouth. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's how you tell. It. He has a cigar. He he's selling a mattress. Oh man. <laughs> um, on the the behind the scenes, there was a shot of him
0: in the costume, but with like the the uh, stunt Shoulder, gear, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. wires harness on his back. Yeah. With the head, like the rubber helmet thing peeled back. Yeah. And a huge cigar. I saw in his that. Mouth, just walking yeah. around set with sunglasses. And I was like, oh, that looks, that's Arnold. That's
2: bad. And if you want to invest yeah. in Planet Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. anyone? Yeah. It's so weird that this movie is going to be 25 next year. Yeah. Because you watch it as a kid and you're forever in that mindset of like, Yeah, it's older, but it still feels recent, right? It's like, no, 25 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. we're getting older. Getting older. And uh, they'll have to put us all at the pasture sooner or later. I Uh, agree. Which which means uh, that morose uh, line of thinking there actually is uh, where we're going to end this episode. (laughs) Uh, So, guys thank you so much yes. for being on originally little peek behind the curtain folks originally until about two weeks ago or as of like two weeks ago um phil was going to come in town and dan was going to come over and we were all going to record and it was we were so excited but uh just really like recent recently here in missouri and all across the u.s and a lot of places around the world are starting to really like tighten up and we're mm-hmm. almost on like the p like almost on the precipice of like another lockdown when you Um, had potentially been exposed to COVID and and then like a couple weeks ago I had potentially been exposed to it. So just, we had to take every precaution, especially around the holiday season. So guys, we, we really, really, one of these days, um, we'll, we'll get back together. Um, do you think we should announce it here just with Dan and Phil being like two of the people we really want to do? Um, Come January, Matt and I are gonna put the Radcast on hiatus. Um, like for for the near future, we're we're not closing it down or anything at all. The episodes will still be up. Uh, we are going to be starting a new podcast mm-hmm. called uh, Sucktastic Cinema, to where we are going to be riffing bad movies and talking about bad movies, which is something the four of us have done have done for and have years, grown up watching for years, growing yep. up, uh-huh. uh, fond of. Yeah. So we wanted to make that kind of announcement here. We'll we'll announce it again. Um, but we wanted to tell you guys also because um, a we want to have you guys on for sure. And B the next time we're all together, hopefully is in person. Yeah. Doing something like this. Yeah. Um, so sure. around about wave, just saying again, thank you so much yeah. for being on guys. Being flexible. Yeah. Being thank flexible. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Um, we, we love seeing you guys talking to you guys. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we got a few more Christmas episodes to come. we got the rest of January and then it's out skis for us. For a little bit on Radcast. January is but... going to be fun though because we have Jean Claude January Yes. all the whole month of January. We're doing Jean Claude Van Damme is, movies. Yep, yeah. to kind of go out Very on nice. this on this first wave of yep. the Radcast. Um, but again, stay tuned because we have a f- like weeks and weeks more of yes. content for you guys. Um, thank you for listening. Until next time, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, because why would you be rude when you could be rad? We'll see you next time. <laughs>